Bye. Have you ever tried coconut chips? No. I don't think so. I mean, it's not really a chip because the shape of it is not completely chip-like. It's almost like as if a chip was sliced in three, kind of like the size of each chip. That's the one I had right there on the left. Yeah, that one. I had that one. It was called Healthy Crunch Naked Classic Coconut Chips. Long name. And uh, I was eating that. And then I was kind of curious. I, was, I went to the kids. I was like, what do you think about this? Uh-huh. You like this? Are they like shreds? Do they look like this? But they crunch. There's a crunch to it. Okay. Okay. I said to the kid, I said, you like this? I said, yeah. I don't mind it. Are they sweetened? Well, I've been looking for other... I've been looking for any type of chip, any type of crunch. You don't... By what? the way, you don't need it sweetened at all. It's coconut. It's, so, it's already so sweet. Yeah. Will yeah. it chip? You don't need anything else. Yeah, you like... You can chip some pretty unexpected things. Uh, coconut is one. Obviously, the variety of... Like, I got the banana chips, plantain chips. Okay. Chickpea chips. Uh, lentil chips. Veggie lentils. chips. Okay. Potato chips. It's an expanding world of chips. Yeah, if you freeze dry it, it could end up being a chip. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I don't know what constitutes a chip. Yeah, is it fried or? Yeah, I don't know. I think you can bake a chip, but that might be a cracker. It's a lot as far as the terminology is concerned. But for uh -huh. me, it's about the crunch. I don't want to get caught up in semantics here. I hear you. For me, it's and about I agree. the... Holy crap, you're back. Yeah. Oh, you were <laughs> all... Well, it was only for one day. You were all over the... On the you Friday. were all over the place. A lot of driving. You were all over the place. Yeah. Um, we went to Montreal, and then we went up north to uh, Tremblant, which is a mountain, which we snowboarded. And it was great. It was a fun time. Long drive, though, in the Bronco. We didn't take the Tesla. Mm. So, very reliable. Although our BNB had a charge station. I didn't I, check if I it was level you, two, though. I asked you if it might. Yeah. And even on the mountain, there was a charge station there, too. So? I think it was 150 kilowatt. But you had more cargo space in the Bronco anyway. Yeah, yeah, that was clutch. What'd you do with the dog? Dogs? Uh, they were babysat by someone. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and donut bit someone. Of course. <laughs> by accident. Of course. Yeah. That's a tough one, like trying to find the right candidate for a babysit. Uh-huh, yeah. On the, on, when you go on the trip. You're like, are you sure? Is that okay? Like, whatever that arrangement. It's a weird arrangement. It's very intimate. Yeah. I feel like the longer it is, the more awkward the conversation is. Yeah, one day is not a big deal. Yeah. But like three, four days uh -huh. is like, oof. It's not nothing. Hope everything works out. Well, you know what? Congrats, man. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was a fun time. Congrats, you know? We, uh... We made a lot of food, and uh, the mountain was nice those two days we were snowboarding. Mm -hmm. We got a sunny day and then a heavy snow day, so it was a nice little uh, nice little break. And I do apologize for the people on Friday. 
that uh, I wasn't oh. here to shoot. Oh, I, my no, mom no. was sick and everything. No, they were cool. They. What do you I, mean? I people wanted to cool. keep the record. Oh, the streak. Yeah. 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 No, listen. Uh, people were very supportive of your trip. Okay. Good. Uh, I want you to know that. Okay. Good. Everyone was encouraging you. They were go get him, Will. You got this. You go down that hill, Will. <laughs> Just face plan immediately. That's right. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Um, people, you mean, what you mean, cool, man? Well, people want to know more about your pipe update. Oh, my pipe dreams? Yeah. Was it a dream or a nightmare in this case? Yeah, my pipe dream. I almost forgot about my pipe dreams. It's been, well, the saga continues, Wu-Tang, as you know. <laughs> Um, we're all good. I mean, I'm just okay, going to go right okay. to it. We're all good. It did take a little bit more than I had wanted. So, I, I mean, okay, so where were we? Where did we leave off? I was still, I was still plugged and I had purchased... You were thinking about purchasing the longer snake? Okay, 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 good. So I sent the camera not nearly far enough, saw nothing, obviously. Uh, and then I sent a 25-foot manual-operated snake down there, and I just kind of goofed around. All right, I Do thought... Do you have any footage? I thought, no, there's no footage. Oh. I thought, okay, all right, so maybe I, maybe I dislodged, maybe I did something over here. Um, I felt like flow was a like a, a little bit better but nowhere near where i needed it to be and then sure enough 24 hours later it was backed up and a disaster again and oh, okay. the wife was not impressed at all at this effort <laughs> yeah and you want to know every time she said call a plumber it just uh pushed you even more in the opposite direction where you want to fix it, right? It, uh... <laughs> every time she said to call a plumber... You have to choose your words carefully. <laughs> every time she said to call a plumber, I became more of a plumber myself. Yeah, yeah. Call. I'm not... Call now, to take nothing away from... Your pants got lower and lower. Actual professionals, I take nothing away. I'm guaranteed they would have solved this so much faster. And it would have been cheaper considering the depths to which I went. Uh-huh, yeah. So anyway, the 25-foot snake goes down, and I'm just mapping it in my head. I'm like, okay, pipe goes here, goes there. I'm following it down to where it exits. And I'm like, 25 feet should be plenty. So now I'm thinking I got build up like around the pipe where maybe I poked something through it. But now new stuff has traveled in there and it's just prone to being blocked so i'm like let me pour another chemical down because i was reading some of the comments it's funny somebody says lou clog vlog it should be a, i should have the mm. clog vlog mm. uh, so i said let me send i got a couple comments from people they say you got to try this chemical that chemical never mind the drano and let it sit overnight and so anyway i went back and i found something I don't want to put anything on blast because I'm just sure I had the clog of all clogs, but I found it's this. It's not the thing I recommended yet. The, did you see that? What do you recommend? Uh, it's, uh, okay, I'll just show the image. It's uh, Thrift. It's called Thrift. Oh, Thrift. A few people suggested Thrift. 
Yes, uh, shout out Marsha. I didn't find the brand Thrift, but I found the same chemical concoction with a different name. Okay. And I poured more of it down there than I should have, I'll tell you what. <laughs> Max uh, strength. And I'm like, all right, this baby's sitting overnight. And so I told the wife again, I said, listen, I am a plumber and just don't use it. Don't do anything. Just let it sit. And she was kind of like, she was kind of like, not again. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Sure, bud. You failed how many times now? And I was like, listen. 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 I'm on the cusp. Just kind of want to hear about your cusp, bud. Yeah. It's like, well, it's fair. It's great. You're making a good point. You got like 15 snake machines. So I left it overnight. There. Yeah. And uh, next day, absolutely nothing. Did absolutely zero on whatever this monster was living in the pipe. Oh. I went back to Home Depot and I said, you know what? I'm about to blow 500 on a snake right now. Okay. About okay. to blow 500. I mean, it might have been like 420 after tax around there. And I actually had my kids with me, my older kids with me, and I said to them, you know, here's a couple options. There's this 50-foot snake powered, and it's around like 400. And then there's a completely commercial level $1,000, uh, 75 foot snake. Uh, and I said to them, what are we gonna do here? And then uh, my oldest said, I don't know what's in your bank account. And I was like, hey man, like, geez, easy. It's like, I'm just asking, do you think we're gonna get it with the 50? Like I thought 25 was, as it, we settled on the 50 foot it was a okay. it was a Ryobi Ryobi product, and it, it was powered, and it actually could run off an eighteen volt battery as well. Okay, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I was like, I guess I own this thing now, so I bought that. So this is how deep am I now? I'm way over what this would have cost me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm also way over just having rented it. But part of it was it was on principle, as I spoke to you before, and. I don't even mind having this equipment now. Like I have, I'm gonna just, I feel ready. Mm. Mm -hmm. So I throw that 50 foot down there. I throw all 50 feet down there. Okay. It keeps going and going. I'm, I'm, I'm in the abyss. I, I'm somewhere near the earth's core at this point. Okay. 50 feet later. Yeah. I yank it back up. I hit the flow. I'm like, ah! I feel like a little bit more my brother's there at this point my brother and my dad they think it's okay. hilarious okay. they think it's hilarious <laughs> at this point they're drinking beers they're laughing it up they have lawn chairs oh in the they're having a time they're like wow I just need to learn about plumbing there yeah I feel like I've got a slightly better flow and so I say you know what let me go down there one more time so I go 50 feet a second time and I'm banging. I got the power on this one now with a variable speed. Turn that baby up. It's just snaking around. Okay. So it's like a wire that kind of like hits all the. It, it's a wire moving surface. like this. And if you apply just a slight amount of pressure into the pipe, it wants to travel down it. Gotcha. Now you get to some weird junctions in which it gets hung up. Uh huh. 
But eventually what ends up happening is it it dives right in there. Assuming you have the right diameter of attachment. The one I got actually has interchangeable attachments, including a possibility of a cutting attachment. Not sold in store, at least at Home Depot. That's an online order. Okay. I may add this to my inventory at a later date. What is this? I want to search for Yeah, it. you want to see this. Yeah, what is this? Just type Ryobi, R-Y-O-B-I, snake. You'll see it. You don't even have to put 50. You're just going to see it. The green one right there. Yeah, this one. Now, I don't know why this is listed at $1,000 here on eBay, but that's the product. That's what it looks like. It's a bit of a beast. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no kidding. Eh? It's no fooling and it's no goofing. You can run it off wall power. You can, it has interchangeables. Uh, so you could put a longer feed on it if mm. you needed more reach. A uh, little pedal to start it up, stop it, and, and then also a switch to, there's the tips. Okay. So the one in the middle is the most typical i think the one on the left might be able to obviously has a slightly bigger diameter it might be able to clean things out a little more and then the cutting tip is that one with the two blades on it if i guess you run into something so which one did you use it needs to be chopped the one in the middle okay the standard one i didn't have the other two tips because i guess like my kit or it just said sold separately those pieces mm -hmm. But I had the battery with it. I had the plug-in. It has a little foot switch, and it has forward and reverse. And you can lock the cable at different positions. All these things have to be utilized when you start goofing, when you start going. I hear you. And so you, anyway, I push through. I get in there a second time. 50 feet later, I pulled the auger out, and I hit the faucet Ooh, okay i hit the faucet and i hit the faucet with hot water because who knows what you're dealing with it might be uh, grease or something along these lines okay you want to hit it with hot now that you may have some may have it exposed you may have it weakened you may be are are moving towards success this is it yeah 389 before tax my brother's standing he's like you don't have it. it's gonna claw you ain't got nothing <laughs> like <Ben>. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got nothing and I was like, let's just wait. And so it's running, it's running, it's running. Now, previously, what had happened was it was run, it would run to a point where the pipe would then fill up. It would reach the point of the clog and then uh -huh. the pipe would fill up. And so it could run for a little while. So he's just thinking it's going to be like every other time we went down there and that it's just this thing's going to fill up after whatever, hmm. 20 hmm. seconds of the faucet running. But it doesn't. And then it doesn't. And then it doesn't. Mm. And then it still doesn't. Celebration ensues. Ah. And that was, I think that was Saturday night. And everything is flowing to this day, to this moment. Nice. And it's a success like no other. It's so you needed the 50 feet. And uh, apparently. What was it? it? Was it grease or something? Was it just like buildup of everything else? It, it, was it tapioca? I assume it was grease because of the residue on the snake itself was the the closest thing I could imagine was grease. And also the dog was attracted to it. The dog smelled that grease from a mile. It's like, hey, get away. Yeah. Get out of here. You get out of here. That was me to the dog. I assume it was grease on there. Mm. And it probably won't be the last time that I have to do this. And so whatever, I'm the owner now. I'm the proud owner. Okay. And I'm ready for anything. 
And if this entire show falls apart, uh, if this entire show uh, uh, channel enterprise falls apart, I have yeah. a backup plan now. I just uh, roll around with my powered hybrid drain auger. That's all you need. And I just volt. And that's it. And I go for my uh, certifications, and I go complete change of career. Yeah, you got it. Shout out, Daniel. <laughs> Dan just super chatted five bucks to buy the cutting tip, so I'm even more advanced. <laughs> I can tackle any any clog. Oh. Apple may kick off M3 launch with 13 and 15 inch MacBook Air. Uh, by WWDC OLED iPad with M3 coming next year. I think this is a big move. We talked about it previously. The rumored bigger MacBook Air. These MacBooks are just so damn powerful now that most people don't need these Pro models, and most people could would probably benefit more from just a bigger Air model at a lower price and even lighter weight because it can be because it doesn't necessarily need the same... Uh, chassis that you would need if you have the dedicated graphics and all the other components associated with the pro model along with a new report on the next gen imac that's in testing bloomberg's mark german shared details on expectations for the new 13 and 15 inch macbook air laptops in his power on newsletter uh, the report highlights the macbook air updates are imminent but some of the specifics like which chip are going to be used are slightly less clear Good work to put the older M2 in the new 15-inch MacBook Air. Mark thinks Apple is more likely to put the M3 in the refreshed 13-inch MacBook Air. He says a 15-inch MacBook Air with an M2 chip may still excite consumers, but a new M2 13-inch MacBook Air is unlikely to be compelling because it already is there. So it's plausible that Apple is gearing up for at least the new 13-inch model to be an M3 machine. That would be odd, though. M2 in the 15, M3 mm -hmm. in the 13, I I don't know. And then the pros and the ultras get hmm. in the mix. What does Ming-Chi say about it? He predicted Apple will offer the M2 or M2 Pro in the upcoming 15-inch Air as well. Yeah, very interesting. Well, maybe they just hang on to M2 completely for the lineup. Or maybe there's yet another laptop designation for something. Maybe it's an Air Pro. Oh, God. I can't handle that at this point. That's too many things going on. 15 inch is just good. Thin and light 15 inch is a thing that other manufacturers have had and Apple has not. Apple has sort of stuck to their guns. They're like, we have our portable machine and then we have our powerhouse machine. Mm -hmm. not, not to say that the MacBook Pro is like extremely hefty, but mm -hmm. it doesn't quite compete with other 15 inch laptops that are razor thin. I'm not talking about the brand razor, but... I'm talking about like LG Graham and sure, stuff like sure. that, which are just stupid lightweight. And I think Apple's version of it would be compelling to a lot of customers, as I stated previously. Uh, just because somebody doesn't need to be editing videos or doing heavy computational lifting and stuff doesn't mean they don't want to have a big screen. Because mm -hmm. we're already spending all this time on our other devices that have smaller screens. So when you sit on your laptop, maybe it's your main screen that you watch content or whatever it happens to be and all of a sudden now you have a cheaper option with the 15 inch pro what about an m3 ipad what do you think well these ipads are way overpowered at least for what i use them for uh-huh i understand that people are all luma fusion and they're goofing around you can and run photoshop i know people yeah. are doing stuff man and so i don't want i'm not never going to complain about something being more powerful but M3 in an iPad, for me, it's already overkill, what's, what's currently going on. 
Um, OLED is fantastic, obviously. Yeah. New OLED iPad Pro. This is a beautiful thing to look at. And uh, looking ahead, the report expects the M3 chip to land in the new uh, OLED iPad Pro in the first half of 2024. And in two years, even more exciting Mac upgrades will come uh, by 2025, including a MacBook with a touchscreen and an OLED display. Ooh. That's weird. A MacBook with a touchscreen and an OLED display. You know what? I know Steve Jobs never wanted it, but that's... You know, Apple is at a point now where things are kind of cooling off. And, I mean, not just Apple, but globally with the tech segment. And people are looking for new things to be excited about. Obviously, we have folding and rolling and many other things happening in the space. But we just want, like really obvious easy to understand enhancements from brands that we like and i have to assume that when they do the touchscreen thing it'll be compelling to some people who had just not really experienced it with convertible style laptops mm. from other brands many will say they're late to the party they absolutely are late to the party mm. and but a lot of that has to do with the the history there where much like pen input Steve was saying that too. He's like, I don't like this pen input. What you doing with a stylus? And then eventually the Apple Pencil came along ages yeah. later. So um, they'll do whatever it takes to move units at this point to maintain those seemingly impossible revenue numbers, profit margins, and that crazy growth that they've been on for so damn long. Oh, yeah. But it's probably, honestly, it's probably the most compelling aspect of that top story is the idea of a completely new Mac form factor, which is part iPad, part laptop. Will it cannibalize each one independently? Probably, possibly. But I think ultimately there's a lot of people that would want something that can do both. Sure. They don't need to have these separate devices. Mm -hmm. China's social media sounds the alarm bell about India's development as Apple's next hub for iPhone manufacturing supply chain. We've talked about this also fairly extensively on the show. This uh, transition is moving away from uh, China Chinese reliance, I suppose, for a number of brands. Uh, Apple always makes the biggest headlines. We're talking about Foxconn, um, officially known as Hanhai. They, COVID really messed them up, right? It slowed down their whole thing. They weren't diversified. It's like if you have really strong lockdown over here, you can't. Uh, meet the demand and you don't you can't go anywhere else because you're not really set up for it and it really just kind of accelerated the process of going elsewhere and there's one country that is particularly poised to sort of absorb some of that production capacity in that country obviously is india tremendous uh population the right demographics and uh, interest and support from the government as well it appears to be whatever it is it has created a compelling case for Apple and more specifically Foxconn, who basically is Apple working on behalf of Apple, selling to Apple, whatever their agreement and arrangement is, depending on product. They've created a compelling enough argument to get them in there and expanding. But now you're having a conversation on Chinese social media, which is turning a little bit into India versus China, mm. where you're having commenters looking at videos from assembly lines in India saying, oh, this would be so much more efficient in China, or you can't just plug in whichever worker you want, sure. or, uh, you know, maybe you can get cheaper labor, but it's not going to be as good. This is some of the dialogue on Weibo uh, along the lines of some of this 
posting about this transition away from China. Yeah, but it also took China a very long time to get to precise manufacturing to this point, you know, and India will probably do the same. Well, then that's probably faster. But that's really the fear, isn't it? Is if those those jobs leave right Mm -hmm. in that scenario. So you can understand why you might be invested in trying to downplay the potential for some other nation to absorb some of that. But you're right. There are processes. There's training. There's experience and. And there's funding, right? If Foxconn decides they're going to go there in a big way and they have an agenda, they have the funding to kind of make sure it happens if it remains to be the optimal competitive choice. And that's what it appears to be at this moment. Uh, India's union minister of state for electronics and information technology said over the weekend that mobile phones will be one of the country's top 10 products for export by next year, up from zero in 2014, according to a report by local news agency Asian Asian News International. The report also said uh, that the prime minister has laid out a vision that India will be a significant player in the global electronic supply chain with a target of U.S. 300 billion worth of electronics produced by 2026. Now, these numbers in relationship to China, obviously not, not at that point yet, but... You have to imagine that there's going to be pressure in China. There's going to be pressure politically to figure this one out and to aim to at least fight back in one way or another. Because this is a, this is a, well, this is a massive, Apple's a massive client. Foxconn's a massive employer. And... I suppose if they if they find a better way or a cheaper way of doing things elsewhere, then you might lose a lot of it. Sure. So Samsung to rival Apple Silicon by developing custom PC and mobile processors. Samsung plans to rival Apple Silicon by developing its own custom processors for future smartphones and personal computers in an effort to develop more advanced chips. Now, they kind of were doing that, that to a certain extent. But I don't know how customized their products were. According to Business Korea, Samsung has already formed an internal team dedicated to CPU core development and has recruited Rahul Tulian, former AMD developer, to lead the group. Samsung has traditionally relied on British. Oh, that's right. Arm was a designer of, for the Exynos processors. They just put their stamp on it. But developing the chips in-house would allow it to take full control of the design, the design and optimization process, similar to Apple's transition away from Intel. So full-on design, architecture, uh, construction, and so forth. Mm-hmm. The first application processor is said to be dubbed Galaxy Chip. <laughs> of course. Yeah, it makes sense. And could be available in 2025. However, this chip will likely have a CPU based on ARM technology since Samsung has only just initiated the development of its own CPU core. Samsung Electronics will be able to boost completion level of its Galaxy chip if it successfully develops a CPU core. Uh, It will be able to load its own CPU in 2027 if the development is carried out as planned. I guess this, this gives you sort of when you're integrating into consumer products that eventually a person holds on to and utilizes... You can do all types of optimization when you're involved in the design from the ground up. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to uh, cooling and uh, chassis design and uh, how quiet it is in operation, and obviously Apple has kind of proven this with the M series stuff, where all of a sudden it was just—it's seemingly overnight everything just 
the, 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 there was an increased rate of advancement in what you were able to get out of something as thin and light as what they were producing. Mm-hmm. And it just, I know in my, in, in our line of work, it totally kind of upended our perception of what was necessary from a, uh, a processing standpoint. I had been editing stuff on uh, m- m- Apple devices that were Intel-based, and there would always kind of be uh, an incentive to step up to the much larger pro-level stuff to in, in order to experience those increases in performance and then at one point at one point like i said seemingly overnight it was everybody in here was basically satisfied with working spitting out tremendous number of clips like i just remember the first m1 macbook air that we brought in here uh-huh. i think you were using it yeah yeah it was just like flying just like exporting clips and so forth it flipped it upside down so obviously samsung wants to replicate that situation and this would be the path towards doing so in their laptops, their tablets, and obviously their phones as well. Mm-hmm. Everyone's making a chip, right? Oh, getting back to the chip conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Coconut chips, Samsung Galaxy chips. Even Samsung. I don't, I don't know which one is tastier. Yeah. We have a Yanko Design Inventive Window Blind LG speaker, impress anyone who sees it in action. Ah, oh, look at that. You hide a little speaker over there. Uh-huh. Inside the blind. I like the multi-purpose aspect. And a projector. So you get privacy, you block the outdoor light, and you enhance the aesthetics of a room. Plus, you get a projection screen, mm-hmm. and you get a nice little speaker. You can wake up to some music going on. I don't know. The blind goes up. The music starts up. What There's do you think? Some RGB in there as well. It is called the re, the rest, or the resta. What is that apostrophe for? Rest. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Yeah. The unique rest, as it's called, is designed to be mounted on the inside of the window frame, just like traditional blinds. However, instead of fabric or vinyl slats, the blind is made up of a screen that rolls down from the bar-esque body of the speaker. When the blind is not used, the screen rolls back in, in for a seamless appearance. Well, it does kind of still... It's a little, protrudes a little bit, but so does a blind, I guess. Mm-hmm. I also just noticed it has a nice ambience along top with a, a yeah. kind of an RGB thing going on. Yeah, it kind of lights up the room a little bit. That's another nice one. When you wake up, it could kind of slowly illuminate the room before fully blasting the blinds on you. You know how abrupt that is? You get that anxious yeah. start to the day. You don't want that. You already have those lamps that do it gradually. And I also see some sort of lamp controller over on the side there look how rested this girl looks over here look at this yeah she's a, great. i don't know about you she's will having I, a lot of uh relaxation holy man imagine waking up like that yeah. ready for anything you do a stretch you pull off the stretch like that although it looks fake doesn't it that's definitely not me when i wake up <laughs> i'm just gonna be clear with you right now when i wake up dude i am just yeah what and, yeah. I'm I'm the most miserable. Like you don't want to even be near it, right? Mm-hmm. Gotta get the coffee going. I gotta get going with it. What makes the rest impressive is the integrated speaker system combined with automatic blind. The window blind speaker system provides a richer sound experience. A speaker with volume display on board is hidden in a bar at the top of the blind, providing a clean, minimalist look, accompanied by mood lighting and beam projection. Hence mm. your projector there. Like you might have a really ugly view. Yeah. It's funny that they're showing the view you're covering, and the view is actually nice in this case. Yeah. But they're 
enhancing it even more. They're like, you have trees? What about mountain? Yeah, top of a mountain. What about mountain? Perfect. But a lot of people have crap views. Yeah. And they can then replace it. It also, you can see here, it could be mounted without a window nearby. It can just be a... Look how cool these people are, by the way. <laughs> this guy? Jeez, man. Yeah. Got the pant leg rolled up, some sort of house coat looking coffee thing. You gotta be, I mean... Uh, what's this style? Is it... Well, I just, I wonder what day of the week it is when I see a photo like this. Uh-huh. Like, it's... it's It'll, it, my life is the opposite end of the yeah, spectrum uh, yeah. compared to this. This is so pensive and philosophical. It's just walking around barefoot on these wooden planks, mm -hmm. thinking about the universe. Mm -hmm. Mine is just like stuff getting whipped at my head and I'm late for everything already. Yeah. It's just the opposite of this. Yeah. So this is a nice vibe, I guess. This hopefully will help. This, uh, this is going to help me? I think so. There's no way it can't help me. <laughs> I like, I just, listen, multifunctional gadgets that do more than one thing are always interesting to me. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm kind of into that. And then I also really appreciate a true blackout blind, which it looks like this will sure. be. yeah. And you normally already have some ugly thing hanging, sometimes in the frame instead of in front of it. But this looks like it has a little bit of adjustability. Different colors. I think it's cool. Good for LG. I like cool. it. I wonder if there's a price for this. 2000 I was thinking that. 1999 Yeah, no price. Well, maybe we'll get it. Maybe we'll get it. Yeah. Tesla slashes prices for Model S and X in the U.S. I think they have too many of these sitting around. I think they built too many during like, COVID whoops. or something because yeah. they just keep dropping the price. And then they drop the price on the Y, then they quickly raise it back up. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, wait, no, everybody wants that one. Mm -hmm. Let's not get carried away here. But S and X, I think, are overpriced. I don't know. Or maybe not overpriced, but there's just more competitors in this space at this price point. You got the Lucids and I, mean, I don't know. What else do you have? What, do you, what else do you have at those price points? I guess Rivian, Rivian? To, a certain ex to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, the Hummer EV. There's a lot of like premium EVs. There's increasingly affordable ones. Yeah, which is good. But but those Pole Stars kind of fit somewhere Pole in stars, there. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, these ones were like a hundred grand, right? And US, yeah. US, right? Around a hundred grand US. Then you had the incentive, the seventy five hundred tax incentive. And then you had the price dip, and now you have the second price dip. And you have really quick delivery dates. It'll basically be the month you're ordering it. Mm -hmm. And if you ever log on the page, it's March 6th, it'll say delivery March. And in February, if you were to look, it would say delivery February. So mm -hmm. that tells me that there's a supply. Mm -hmm. Tesla's cut prices of its Model S sedan and Model X SUV in the U.S., according to the company's website, the second time this year the Tesla slashed the prices, the Model S all-wheel drive is now available for $89,990, down 5.2%. And the S Plaid is actually, it's funny, down a little bit less, 4.3% from $115 to $109,990. The Model X actually went down even more, 9.1% on the, on the uh, standard model. And then the Plaid goes down 8.3%, which is basically $10,000. bucks. Mm. This is the latest price cut after the drastic slashed prices back in January. Uh, 
the desire to, for people to own a Tesla is extremely high. This comes from Elon. That's a quote. The limiting factor is their ability to pay for a Tesla. Well, I, I mean, that's the limiting factor for anybody for, who yeah, wants anything. For anything. <laughs> people really want things. The limiting factor to them having things is their ability to pay for things. Uh -huh. That is uh, groundbreaking stuff. But yes, it is true. I think what he, I mean, obviously, what he means to say or what he is saying, it does still make sense in this case. Mm. Maybe he's saying people are waiting till they have the funds. He's saying it is part of a plan they have to get it. And this is going to let, let more of them pull the trigger, I suppose. But I still feel like that person that's on the fringe of having a Tesla or not having a Tesla is not an X or S customer, but they're more likely to be a Y or 3 customer, uh, as I would imagine. Mm -hmm. So it's a, still a, a bit of an odd statement. But wouldn't it help their stock prices and be like, hey, like we've sold this many cars like sure. this quarter so sure it's farewell yeah well i don't know markets we need to get mo in here mo markets yeah. mo, mo money markets yeah i guess he's still sick is that what's going on he is in the chat here and there he's so, in the chat all right let us know mo i mean better, we're buddy. curious if uh i guess you're still sick um, which is not great so get <laughs> yeah, well get better get the soup going a Twitter engineer says at least two bodyguards accompany Elon Musk around Twitter HQ, even to the restroom. Are these the guys? Oh, those are the guys. Those are my <laughs> favorite guys. You remember my favorite clip of him yeah. outside the HQ, and these guys were just earpieced up, and they were scanning, and they were ready for anything. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know about you, Will, but this is confidence. You go to the restroom, you got these guys over there? Mm-hmm. You're Dress just, well, too. You're just like, I am, I'm all sorted out. I just can relax. I can rest in the restroom. I have these guys. Yeah, finally. He doesn't, he's, he said that he's got increased threats. P people, he's been polarizing. I mean, he's always been polarizing, but maybe even more so recently since getting involved in Twitter. Mm. So he hires the, the team here. It's twins, as you mentioned, right? <laughs> yeah, they're brothers. It's a set of twins, is it not? <laughs> No, no. Just brothers? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? I don't even think they're brothers. I'm Are you just, sure? No. I'm just joking. Will, Will, you, this is, let's get to the bottom of this. I think somebody told me. They're not twins, are they? Elon security twins. Well, if they're not, they're doing a good job of looking very similar. Yeah, they're twins. Are they? Elon Musk's vigilant bodyguard twins go viral. Elon Musk reportedly had twins with a top Neuralink executive. That's a separate story. Oh. Remember that story? <laughs> yeah. Not those twins. These they don't look like twins. They don't. I mean, I guess it's kind of a it's kind of a joke maybe that they are twinned up in their attire yeah, and maybe. their beards and stuff. They don't look alike. Dude, I don't know. What is this article? Elon Musk bodyguard twins. Business today? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, there it is then. Well, I, who can verify? Can somebody verify this? No, they're not actual twins. They must be, uh, yeah. Anyway, listen. They don't have any names. It's not uncommon for high-flying executives and CEOs to be accompanied by bodyguards or for companies to spend considerable amounts of money providing them with security details. Twitter didn't immediately respond to insider's request for comment. 
Can you make a comment? Is he in the restroom with them? Is he in the stall? Will the bodyguard enter the stall with Mr. Musk? Or does he stay near the sink? Or is he he outside the door of the restroom? Yeah, we all need to know. What does the restroom look like? Is there a drop ceiling in that restroom? Could somebody enter from the top into that restroom? Yeah. Uh, the engineer who spoke to the BBC on condition of anonymity to protect their employment said the bodyguards were bulky and tall. <laughs> like they're from a Hollywood movie. What did he look like? He was bulky and tall. <laughs> Lou, why are you talking like that? What did he describe the assailant? Oh, he was bulky. I don't know that I've ever used that word to describe somebody. Bulky. Yeah, it's a very descriptive term very specific oh bulk barn that's you yeah. you're always over at bulk barn it's a good time you're bulking at bulk barn yeah so you can be bulky yourself they must get a lot of money eh? couple bucks the twins yeah a couple of bucks security twins well. uh tesla semi takes on cybertruck in viral drag race is this a real? Is this a real one? A Tesla Semi and Cybertruck prototype were caught drag racing following Tesla Investor Day event. I mean, I kind of think I know how this is going to go. Yeah. Even the seemingly lackadaisical 20 seconds 0 to 60 time of the Tesla Semi is otherworldly in the commercial truck market. 20 seconds 0 to 60 on, on a... a semi? That's pretty good. Yeah. I feel like I've driven a minivan that was slower than that back in the day. Okay, let's see the clip here. Gang's all here. Cybertruck, semi. Oh, what? Okay, so definitely the Cybertruck held up and let the semi stay beside it. Because it would have cooked. Cybertruck would cook the semi. Yeah, I think it was... uh... Kind of like a promotional thing. Yeah, I don't think it was little, really serious. You know what, Will? It looks a little promotional to me. Yeah. Right. And when it says gangs all here, and then you got uh-huh, to uh-huh. see the, all the other models behind there. Yeah. They're definitely going, they're driving in tandem. Mm-hmm. They're not really racing, as this headline implies. <laughs> yeah, with the racing flag. Really a drag race. But that's something I would watch, Will. Drag race. They should do it. Well, I want to see the Tesla Semi versus any other Semi. And have the, I just want to see the difference. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Oh, never mind. Maybe you had the wrong clip. Maybe this is the real drag race. I think it's no. starting off. No, yeah. no, 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 no. They're just rolling past people yeah. getting video clips and making videos and stuff. Keep scrolling. Maybe there's another clip. Maybe there is an actual. No, there's no, not. No. Of course there's not. No. Well, anyway, they were showing off at Investor Day. They had all these different vehicles over there. Got to give people a show. They came far and wide. You can't yeah. just talk about financials. So here's another shot of the Cybertruck. What do you think? Yeah. I, Better? Worse? It looks smaller, but yeah, it's I got, guess it, next to the semi. No, no. It got narrower for sure, so it could fit in parking spaces and stuff. It's fine. It's fine now? It's fine, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Even with the honker on the front, it's fine. And the wheels was the main thing. I do like um, the trunk closed off. Yeah, the trunk closed off, the glass roof, the black glass roof, the wheels getting fixed, the mirrors that now have the stainless steel on the trim on the outside, so they kind of blend a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So yeah, some minor touch-ups have improved it 
substantially. Yeah, cool. Uh, the Xbox Series S toaster may be too good to be true. Okay, so I saw this headline and I thought it was just completely bogus, but then I remembered something that... Did we do a clip on it? Xbox... No, well, Razer did a toaster, if I recall correctly. Okay. I think a couple of different unexpected brands did toasters. Yeah, Razer did a toaster, which I thought was April Fool's, but then it actually existed. Project Breadwinner. I don't know if it was ever sold, but it did exist, a physical version of it. Mm. Uh, and then in the case of Microsoft, you may recall that they put out an actual fridge that looked like an Xbox. Yes. And that was a thing that existed. There was a big one and a smaller one. It, it uh, exists. No, it's a, it's a thing that exists. Uh-huh. And people, uh, th there's a mini fridge. They, they bid for yeah. a couple of promos. I think they did a full size thing, but it's a mini fridge. Which is kind of cool. You got the light on it, and I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's a mini fridge. So maybe they could do a toaster, and then we have these leaked images. And, and uh, let's see what it looks like here. Yeah, click on this tweet. Look at that. Specs. 800 watt, two-slice toaster, 40 millimeter slot, side slot, suitable for... 120 by 120 millimeter bread. <laughs> One huh. to six level browning settings, anti-jam function, anti-slip feet. I think it's kind of good looking. I don't mind it. Retro has a little tray for your crumbs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks nice. 60 well, bucks. Is it just one slice, though? Uh -oh. I see one slot. Uh-oh, well... Or am I wrong? It says two slice toaster. I think you just put two. It's wide enough for two. Okay. Defrost bagel mode. Cancel setting with LED indicator. Three modes. You can slide two in there. Yeah, I don't know if they're actually. Nice. I have no clue if they're actually doing this or not. It's, it looks to be strictly a rumor at this point. But that fridge does bring things into question. Like whether if they were willing mm. to do that, why not a toaster? Toaster seems to maybe even easier than a fridge. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. You're picking. To actually have the pictures. You're picking one up. This yeah. would be good for a YouTube short, Will. See if Microsoft will send us one of those. Yeah. They're like, they're like, where'd you even hear about this? We don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Jeff Bezos' massive new 500 mil, uh, million super yacht, half a billy complete with helipad and pool has now been spotted in the north sea so they got it out of there that bridge <laughs> they never took the bridge down because people flipped they had to do it on land they had to transport it on land to, to, uh, a, to a different uh. port amazon head honcho well he's not really the head honcho anymore but honcho <laughs> you, you like that word yeah. uh the super yacht is named koru Codenamed Y721, it is now seaworthy. I love these sailing terms. Seaworthy. Yeah. Spotted in the North Sea after leaving Rotterdam on Feb 13. Footage posted by the organization Dutch Yachting has shown a massive 417 foot vessel. Oh, God. <laughs> what? This is like 500 foot vessel. He's you can navigate the globe with this thing. Yeah, scroll through a few of these. I gotta say, it looks pretty nice. No, it looks amazing. Obviously, for what it is, it I can't sick. click through for some reason. Apparently, it has a side vessel that goes with it that allows you to 
that you'll like land your he helicopter on and other celebrities can visit. There's your picture for the thumbnail right there, by the way. Gosh. This is the, this is Bezos and his new wife on the, I don't even know if they're on the super yacht in that photo. No, I think they're just, they, they're, they're, they're kind of forecasting what it will be like on this yacht mm -hmm. at some point once Jeff is, okay, once Jeff is aboard. Your clicks finally, look at that from above. Look at all that wood paneling yeah, and the utilities. It's so tiny compared to this boat. How many cars you could get on there. Wow. Yeah, it's, let's listen, man. I got to say, it looks pretty nice. This These things are so like it doesn't long look, in the making to build one of these. It has a nice, like, uh, classic look. Mm, absolutely. It's not, like, super modern. Mm. Wow. But it's you. the thing, these are so custom. The undertaking of building one, they're so custom. Yeah. So, 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 so much is done by hand. By experts, mm -hmm. by craftsmen. Of course, of course. That's how you spend the money. Yeah, so when they were trying to take that bridge down to get it out, uh, they were throwing eggs at it in protest, the locals, uh -huh. the Dutch locals. So they had to go a different route to get it out. So it's called the Koru? Koru. But if you go back, it's it's actually impressive the companionship that goes with it. So this one's of twenty. It it's twenty-five million dollars a year to run it. It can accommodate eighteen guests and requires a crew of forty sailors. Hmm. Just imagine the mechanics of running this thing. Mm -hmm. You have forty guys on board. No outbreaks. Oh, uh, the half billion dollar price tag is a drop in the ocean for the Amazon founder. And it will join a fleet of super yachts, helicopters, and planes already owned by the entrepreneur and his millionaire girlfriend, Lauren Sanchez. So there's a smaller 250-foot support vessel that goes with it. So it's 417 feet. Then you get a 250-foot support vessel goes beside it with a helicopter landing pad for celebrity guests. It will also have uh, car, luxury cars, jet skis, speedboats on it. And a personal submarine. So when you get to your destination, you can take the smaller boat in, mm. get get your car out, go to Monaco. Or I okay, don't know. yeah. I'm trying to paint a picture for you here, Will. Yeah, a little vacation house, if you will. Just trying to paint a picture in terms here. Of boats. Trying to paint a picture for you here. Gotcha, will. gotcha. Report source two version of CS:GO set for release with Counter Strike Two beta very soon. Counter Strike Two. Hey, remember that game? Jeez. Yeah. What's it's, going on here? It's still huge. Counter-Strike. Never faded. No. Can't it's kill a classic. Big. I know a couple of friends who still play it. This is like, did this start the whole thing in terms of war-style shooters? Yeah, tactical. I'm trying to think if anything predates it. Like, certainly there wasn't any. What year would the original Counter-Strike have come out? Um, let me see. There's probably something Let's that pre say. probably something that predates it, but might not have been as successful. 1999. 1999. Wow. I think there was something before that, though. 99. Just guessing. Was it called SWAT or something? Yeah, maybe. But anyway, this thing has been has really hung in there. 
as a competitive title, as like a reference competitive title. Yeah. And I suppose anytime you're updating anything like this, you got to be super careful to satisfy the enthusiasts. Uh-huh. So what kind of changes are we talking about then? Uh, graphics. Following years of leaks and rumors about a version of CSGO on the Source engine, files from NVIDIA driver update at the end of February showed a CSGO Go S2 executable. This was the first concrete indication of a Source 2 upgrade for Counter-Strike with the latest entry in the series. The beta for Counter-Strike 2 using the updated Source 2 engine is due to release as early as this month. Hmm. Speaking on condition of anonymity, sources with knowledge of the game's development told Richard Lewis that the Source 2 version of Counter-Strike had been a priority at Valve, with one quoted saying, the big priority is getting this out and then polishing it, fixing any bugs, and bringing it up to the level people expect from CS. It'll boast 128 tick servers at launch, a feature heavily requested from CSGO players. An improved matchmaking system is planned to lessen the need for third-party matchmakers like Faceit and ESEA. This is uh, uh, way beyond my uh, expertise. My current, in my current involvement in this. I know it's it's still a regular competitive game, so Very it's so important that it functions almost like an OS. It, it that that yeah. that it is rock solid from a stability standpoint. And how are they going to pull like CS:GO players to? CS2. What remains unclear is how the new release will be integrated with the hyper-competitive top level of CSGO and how it might impact the current skin economy. Oh my god. Oh yeah, the what happens to my skins? Whether the new game will continue to exist separately from CSGO. It's like, you know what it reminds me of? The Ethereum fork. <laughs> like, yeah, as loyalists. What go, happens to the old chain? Uh, as we've seen with previous iterations, or if we'll see a merger similar to Dota 2's Source 2 version. It's unknown. Wow. It won't be a new game. It won't be Counter-Strike 2. It won't be even a rebrand. Just CSGO Source 2, and your skins are fine. They'll be available in a new version. All right. Well, that comes from Twitter. So Maybe you're just a bit of an upgrade. Maybe you're all good. You don't need to worry about your the skin economy. Yeah. GTA 6 may cut content for DLC to meet release window target. Another rumor. Rockstar Games may cut content for future GTA 6 DLC in order to avoid delaying the game further. Reliable insider Tez2 has suggested made a name for himself for themselves when it comes to Rockstar-related leaks. Okay. Screenshot circulating on Reddit says that Rockstar is targeting a release window of holiday 2024 for GTA 6. Holiday 2024. That's soon, Will. Hmm. That's not much more time. Unfortunately, however, the game may slip into 2025. But considering GTA 6's scale and how long it's been since the last GTA released, there appears to be some pressure to prevent the next entry from slipping further. I don't think the upper management is in a position to delay further to holiday 2025, 2026. Cutting more portions of the game to package into DLCs to release later on may be sustainable for management than delaying further. So you pack more stuff into DLC mm. that you've been working on that was supposed to be part of the initial game 
in order to ensure that the initial game meets its delivery window. And then they could sell the DLC well, and uh, profit. Easy, Will. <laughs> not, not, yeah, you know, they're just rumors. Huh? You're talking about simple profits over here? <laughs> yeah. Simple profits, according to Will Do. Yeah. Well, listen. Well, they made a killing on DLC. But even if you were to ask enthusiasts, people who have been waiting for this game for a really long time, and you were to say, hey, you can get the game sooner, but then more stuff's going to be packed into DLC at a later date, uh -huh. or you can wait for the game another six months. I don't know what people would say. Uh -huh. Even if it's going to cost them more, they might want the game to be on schedule so they can play it over that holiday 2024. Yeah, I think most people would want the game to be released on time right and just buy dlc later they've already they're already making their holiday 2024 plans oh uh -huh, yeah for gaming mm -hmm. with their family right well their gta pajamas that's what you do with your family right gta 6 every holiday year. <laughs> holiday 2024 yeah gather around <laughs> gather around yeah. costco's new clothing line is making tiktok go crazy it doesn't take much to make tiktok go crazy but Costco and TikTok have been kind of, they have a relationship. They do, yeah. Because it's hot dogs and I, I don't know. I don't know. Just finding deals as deals. well. Deals. Uh -huh. I don't know why. Certain things just seem to fit. Costco and TikTok are one of those things. Mm -hmm. The latest trend is maybe one you haven't seen, which is Kirkland Clothing, which has fans going wild inside of Costco and also on TikTok. You're, you will see a clip here of the latest kirkland threads which just straight up show you <laughs> oh wow really? Kirk kirkland signature collection snapchat kirkland signature box front crew necks are you kidding me stacks of them is costco now pretty, the fashion house wild. in the world anyway 1899 you see the numbers bottom right so i did and then rico spotted me big <laughs> fan of the show so i put this picture on instagram with a thousand likes and i'll wear it on the show okay yeah so that's cool it's i don't mind it it's embroidered the it shows the stain the word signature <laughs> is embroidered on there it's a white sweatshirt with a big bold kirkland label on it the label is pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> the posing. What do you think, Will? What do you? What can you say to us about this? Okay, what well, the TikToks, uh, whatever. Yeah, but the the shirt is cool. I don't mind wearing that. What is he wearing it's it on? Cheeky. Sports Center or something? What I don't. Yeah, know what that hmm. was at the end, but that's cool. It's kind of funny. It's weirdly nostalgic. I just remember this Kirkland brand being in my house as a kid, mm. those labels, and yeah. then you put the label on a shirt. It's weird how fashion works in your mind. I don't know, labels and, and logos? Yeah, yeah. Is Kirkland's signature collection the new the next wave? I, I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah. it's cool if it is because it's only 18 bucks for a sweatshirt. Is Costco now the fashion house of the world? Kirkland drip go crazy, to be honest. Kirkland, a.k.a. Why you gotta say it like that? <laughs> uh, we're old. No, I'm saying it like that on purpose to be, to be, to emphasize how ridiculous it is. Like, Kirkland, just think of this combination of words, Will. Kirkland drip go crazy tbh <laughs> like 
when you think of the brand Kirkland, what stands out to you in your mind? What product do you see? Um, I don't know, steak or hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for some reason, I picture the container of cookies. Okay, they yeah, have yeah, some yeah, like yeah, yeah. or those really big muffins with a Kirkland oh, yeah, sticker with a Kirkland sticker right on it. <laughs> muffins for like three people. But it's like just one. Giant well, everything one. is huge. Yeah. I wonder if these are oversized as well. These are probably huge. Also, you got to size down. Probably. I mean, the fit's nice. It also has the tag on the cuff there. Kirkland drip go crazy. Yeah, they should. Tbh put that on the thing. Kirkland drip go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's cool. I don't know. I don't man. It's it. weird. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's it's giving me weird. I it conflicted. This throws me off too feelings like it cuts off right here <laughs> right on the collar i'm conflict i don't know how other people feel about it but it's a conflicted feeling you feel like you're an that feels like well, you're an employee yeah, that's employee <laughs> so but, what's the point but it's not you can buy it and it's kind of funny is it funny is it comedy i think it's cheeky it's funny yeah, yeah i don't know man i listen it's funny i really don't know what to tell you because I don't even know how I feel about it. Okay. And but it, what if, if you okay, if you had to get one of the shirts, the the one that he showed in his video with the big Kirkland signature logo. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, the white one with the little Kirkland signature logo, the one with the Costco branding in the wallpaper pattern, mm-hmm. or the employee shirt. <laughs> Costco wholesale. I kind of like all of them, to be honest. But which one? But if I were to choose, you got to um, only get one. I don't know. Maybe the subtle Kirkland this one. branding small. You know what side. I realized? I want is the employee shirt. You want that one? Yeah, yeah that this one is right my there. Pick. I don't know why it's because it raises a lot of questions. It's, it's so icebreaker. weird. It's almost like did you get a part-time job or something? Uh-huh, if you wear that, uh-huh. or somebody give it to you. What, what about, if, oh, look at the sweat pen. I don't know. Kirkland's okay, uh, yeah. signature. It's weird. You know what else it is? It's they're leaning into it because it's a goofy brand. It's a it's a store brand, but they're leaning into it, mm. which is kind of like a, maybe not. But you know, like when a comedian is self-deprecating and you find it to be endearing. Yeah. It kind of feels like that where they know it's kind of goofy. But they're doing it anyways, kind of making fun of themselves in a way, but also selling you something. It's bizarre set yeah, of emotions here. But it's not over the top. Maybe this one with the diagonal. This is the one for you, the patterned Costco crew neck. And the other thing is, they're not. it's 18 bucks or 15 bucks or whatever. Hey, if the fit's nice, I don't mind it. <laughs> okay. I don't really care how it looks, the logo, whatnot. I think it's kind of cool. What would you wear? You would go for the that one right there. One? That one is really messing my brain up the most, which is why I like it. It's very confusing. Yeah, very cool. Chaotic. <laughs> I would get the employee shirt and the pet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this next one. I this type of story. I love this type of story. I'd learn okay. about something I didn't know about. I, uh, have you ever tried a Toblerone chocolate? No, I think it has nuts in there, right? Uh, or am I wrong? I don't think it has nuts. It has like a type of nougat. Is that nut a based? Nougat? Like, I, I don't know nougat. if it's even a nougat. It's like a kind of a chewy. Does it have nuts? Maybe it has nuts. Okay. Maybe I'm an idiot. 
Well, I've never, I've always had it like around, but I've never eaten it. I could be completely Then it must wrong. have nuts in it. Now I need to get to the bottom of that. But if Toblerone it does have, if it doesn't have nuts, I'm, I'm buying it. Hang on a second here. We need and to. I'll try it on the show. Uh, milk chocolate, sugar, milk, cocoa butter, unsweetened chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Oh, you're right. Nougat has nuts in it. Nougat okay, yeah. is honey, almonds, dried egg white, and citric acid. That's what nougat is, apparently, in this case. Okay. So you will never uh, experience the Toblerone. But anyway, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a Swiss. It has the Swiss mountain called Matterhorn on it, on the okay. packaging. It's the coolest packaging. Toblerone yeah. packaging is just ridiculous. Yeah. It's so iconic. It kind of reminds you of like an egg crate, but it's also more pyramid-like the way you break the pieces off. Uh-huh. And the pieces are a generous size. Like it's a hunk of chocolate you end up with. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about this, the tea, and then the fact that it's a triangular, and then the word Tobler. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's just a whole feeling. Okay. Also, the holiday season, for some reason, these things are circulating. The package says Toblerone of Switzerland is what it says on it, underneath okay. the word Toblerone. However, the company that makes Toblerone, Mondelez International, is now changing the packaging to depict a more generic mountain, not the Swiss mountain Matterhorn, oh. which it is. I don't know. If, if you look at that. Do you know that that's Matterhorn when you look at that package? Of course. <laughs> a Swiss person would know that. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. or me around the world might not know, but a Swiss person would know. And in uh -huh. this image, it's kind of cool. I wonder if people actually hold it up and they're like, yeah, look, it fits right in. Mm. Perfectly. Right, you would have to be the exact, exact right distance and enjoying your Toblerone to experience yeah. that. But anyway, there's some sort of swiss law about swissness and since mondelez is actually moving some of the manufacturing over to uh Br bratislava over in czech mm. mondelez disclosed in 2022 it planned to move some toblerone production to the slovakian capital sorry not czech in in slovakia my bad uh, of Bratislava, the company is changing the packaging design to put, to depict a more generic mountain rather than the famous Matterhorn. Mm. The packaging redesign introduces a modernized streamlined mountain logo that aligns with geometric and triangular aesthetics. So they're saying they're saying, oh, uh, it's actually just an improvement. Don't ask too many questions. It's fine. But then they're also changing the language underneath instead of of switzerland it will say established in switzerland and guess why because switzerland has a swissness act the amount of swissness it was passed in 2017 and it said it states that national symbols and swiss crosses are not permitted on packaging of products that do not meet swissness criteria that's not swiss enough wow food items using Swiss national symbols or claiming to be Swiss made must have at least 80% of the product's raw materials come from Switzerland and 100% of the milk for the dairy products got to be Swiss for you to show anything Swiss on your packaging, including a Swiss mountain, the Swiss flag, Swiss anything. I mean, there are brands that have done this with the Swiss 
Swiss watches, Swiss army knives, mm. Swiss chocolate. And now you're understanding why. Mm. Because it's hard to be Swiss. It's hard to have the Swiss product. Got to be Swiss enough. Got to <laughs> meet the Swiss this act. Wow. And the Toblerone no longer will. And we're going to have to now deal with our modified packaging without having the Swiss mountain on it. That's uh, a travesty. It, it, it might be. You know what? It might be. I'm sure they're going to do a fine job with the redesign. It's and going to be slightly off. I'm right? sure most people won't even know what the hell's going on. But now anybody in here knows what's going on when you reach for this Toblerone. Yeah. Take a look at the mountain in the upcoming product and realize it's no longer of Switzerland, but instead it it was not of Switzerland, but from Switzerland, right. established in Switzerland, whatever language they're going to use with their uh, mo new modern mountain that could be any mountain. Brutal. Last one. Uh, Chris Chris Rock has a new special on Netflix. Yeah. And it was filling up my news feed today, actually. Yeah. It made, it compelled me to watch it this morning. You watched the special? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Because I didn't have a chance to. I'm so glad that you did. Okay, yeah. I read uh, an, actually a couple of synopsis, reports, reviews, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. So I understood that he, just roughly the subject matter, and that he addressed the Will Smith thing, which seems to be the hot topic, that he, at the end of it, he goes and addresses the Will Smith slap, and he, he kind of responds. Yeah, the last 10 minutes of his act, um, he really dug in to Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Dug in, but isn't he supposed like? Isn't it justified or no? Definitely justified. Right. And it was funny. It was uh, it was quite hilarious. This uh, this bit. You know, the thing that struck me is just, and and this is the appreciation for comedy in general is, he would have to get this material going shortly after the event, and I remember hearing shortly after the, the event that he was going to comedy clubs and kind of working out the material and mm -hmm. talking about the Will Smith incident a little bit here and there, obviously before recording. Mm -hmm. And you come to realize how long these acts are in the process of being perfected prior to actually being recorded and then released, edited, produced, and then released on a platform like Netflix. Mm -hmm. Because this slap... Now, this slap was a long time ago at this point. Yeah, yeah. And for most people, this will be their first exposure to a response. Mm -hmm. Now, you have to imagine if you're Chris Rock, you're leveraging that from the jump. The slap hits you in the face and you're immediately thinking, ooh, where am I going to put my yeah, next yeah, special? Yeah. Where am I going to yeah. negotiate? You go over to Netflix, you're like, hey, Netflix, my first special back since the slap. Mm -hmm. We're going to do it on your platform. And Netflix is like... Mm -hmm. And I believe he did it live. It was a one take. It was a live. Yeah. Yeah, I heard there was like a pre-show. It was like a Super Bowl type yeah, atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, the, the, a lot of their, but they're they 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 perform in front of live audiences, so they're typically live. But yeah, it wasn't edited where like they would film multiple like shows and then are you sure about that though? Well, it may have appeared that I'm I'm not I I'm just playing. 
devil's advocate here. The only reason why I feel like it was a one take live is because he made a mistake. Oh. In the the special. I like that. So in most specials, they would kind of like dub over the better or the worst version. But this one, he made a mistake and he called himself out and then he continued on. I like that. That makes it feel so much more and it's, real. And it was near the end. It was in the Will Smith bit. Imagine if the mistake was on purpose to make the whole thing feel more yeah, real. Yeah, I mean, that could happen as well. Like this here, like we pretend this is live, but it's not actually live. Uh -huh, we're actually dead right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. I see you all in the chat. Yeah. Skate Lucky, Safu, Manit, Ben. See, it has to be live. Mm -hmm. Jev, Optimus Prime, Isaiah, Safu, Mike Mahoney. I recommend it. I've never watched Chris Rock's shows, but this one I feel like is very justified. Along with the Will Smith slap at the very end, um, that was it was a fun watch. It's interesting. Comedy specials in general in 2023, everyone has a voice, social media, everything else. I'm reading what people are saying. Mm. Some people are laughing. Other people are pissed. It's uh, It's a funny kind of atmosphere for yeah. comedy right yeah. now and I'm, I'm just glad that you sat there and laughed will i just i like that idea yeah finally i can laugh i like the idea that you just <laughs> the sat comfort of my own home i like the fact that you sat there being and, canceled and you laughed yeah it was a good time it does seem to me that this idea of outrage i mean the title of it is selective outrage this idea of outrage or social media clubs and pick your parties chambers and everything yeah. has become one of the main topics one of the main focuses for comedians in 2023 it seems to be the uh, social commentary it seems to have struck a chord with comedians because mm -hmm. they're used to saying the outrageous things they're used to uh, attempting to elicit Mm -hmm. just to be outrageous and yeah. so uh, yeah ho hopefully i get a chance to check it out but it does um i mean it has made news regardless i heard he went after megan markle and, yeah 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 it was that as well so yeah it's a good time so oh, chris rock there you go yeah. talked about the slap the slap the biggest slap i mean i don't know the biggest slap in the history of slaps probably probably i can't yeah. think of another slap what a moment that was. That's is it it's crazy that that slap already feels nostalgic to me. When was that slap? That slap got to be like a year ago or something. Over a year ago. March 27, 20. Oh, just about oh, a year ago. Yeah, you're right. Oh, just okay. about a year ago. It happened in March. Wow. Damn, dude. <laughs> Damn, look at the meme. Look at that. So many parodies. Unbelievable time. Yeah. That was the biggest story for a moment. Everybody was talking about this slap. Thank you very much to everybody who joined here today. Truly do appreciate it. Thank you to everybody who's part of these live broadcasts. Yes, they are live. I was just joking. Thank you to everybody who uh, has enabled their notifications for these live broadcasts. We hope that everybody gets a chance to join one at one point in time, jump into the chat and so forth. Also appreciate everybody who watches after the fact and watches the clips and basically interacts in any way with what we're doing here on the internet in 2023 and maybe even beyond. 
Shout out to Willie Doo, who has returned after his mega adventure on Jeff Bezos' mega yacht. He was actually, he, he, he was lying to us. He wasn't in Montreal at all. He was actually in the North Sea. Yeah. Uh, on the ma- a quick trip on the maiden voyage uh-huh. of Bezos's super yacht, it was just him, Bezos, and the, and Bezos' new wife. Yeah, just- I was standing there awkwardly, just uh, <laughs> right at the tip of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. See you guys later. See you guys tomorrow. Okay, later.